Hey everyone, welcome to the How To Gurus, a podcast with honest conversations from everyday people about how to do this thing called life. I'm your host, Tiffany, and this is episode 19. In this episode, you're going to hear me talk with your other host, Craig, about how we try to have work-life balance. How do you handle having a full-time career, but having that career be part of your life and not be your life. I think it can be really challenging, especially in American culture where we are highly encouraged and scared sometimes by the media and the government and other people about you've got to save for retirement and you've got to save for your future. And while you're doing all those things, you also have to provide for your family well. And by providing providing for your family well, it means that you have a really big house and lots of nice things and really great cars and take lots of awesome vacations. And we can get in this mindset of, I just need to work more. I just need to work more hours. I just need that higher paying job. I just need that really challenging career that's going to give me all the money to meet all of these goals. When in reality, we need to look at our goals. We need to sit down as you'll hear Craig and I discuss in this episode and map out where do we want to go? What do we want to do? And how are we going to get there? Having balance in our whole life definitely helps us have balance in our work life. I hope you are encouraged by this episode. If you are in a career or in a job where you feel out of control, maybe you have just worked yourself so hard and now it's a challenge to find that balance. It's a challenge to dial it back. Or maybe you are working for a company who isn't allowing you to have a say in that. They are working you so hard that you don't get to have a life outside of that work. I hope that you feel encouraged to look for something new to try to figure out what it is you need to do in your life to have a better work environment, a better work life. Thank you for all the support we continue to receive on the podcast. I appreciate you all listening. Please share this show with a friend. That's really a great way to get the word out and to help our podcast grow even more. I sure would appreciate it. Now, on to the show. Hey, Tiff. Hey, Craig. Tough. Tough. Tough tiff. <laughs> That's right. Tough tiff. There you go. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> we just had some nasty storms come through here. We sure did. It's a dreary Saturday they here like in Middle Tennessee. Calling for tornadoes and there's warnings on the news and all kinds of stuff. So Yeah. I was supposed to go kayaking with some girls in my youth mm. group. So I'm really glad that we postponed that. That would have went really do, well. Yeah. we When the bad weather hit, we were still supposed to be on the river. So I'm glad that we pivoted and we went to a coffee house instead. Pivot. Pivot. And we went to a coffee house and we will postpone and go kayaking another day yeah. when hopefully it won't storm. Yeah. Hopefully it's going to be safe now. I think it's clearing up a little bit. I think we're a little bit past it. So Yeah. It's still dreary out there. Yeah. Breezy and rainy, but the bad part, of it, it was like sideways rain and... Trees blowing everywhere, and the coffee shop made everybody like get on one side away from that because one of their walls is like a window wall. So they were like, Everybody get away from the windows. <laughs> wow, that's scary. So, hey, what are we going to talk about? Today's topic is how to have work life balance. Work life balance. That's that good. Is the topic for the day because I knew what we were talking about. I just kind of was kind of introing it. So. <laughs> Well, you're afraid the listener thinks that you're just yeah. not prepared. <laughs> I'm just winging it here. Sometimes no, we are I am winging, winging it. it. Yeah, that's true. Hey, we're an unscripted show. 
Yeah. This really is when we sit down to talk, it is just our true conversation, our true thoughts. We don't have notes. The only time we had notes or something to look at is the episode we did for date night questions. Oh, yeah. Because we were looking at a list. And that's fun because you can get the, you can like just pull questions like that off the internet and pretty much do that. Mm -hmm. We'll have to do that again. It's fun. Because you can do it at different topics. It's just like random questions from the web or something like that and just have your thoughts about it. Yeah. I had a friend text me and she said that she was going to maybe do that with the guy that she's dating. Do random text or random messages. Do you like date night questions? questions. Uh Cool. Yeah. Because they've they've only been dating for a few months. And so she's like, we haven't really run out of stuff to talk about or ask each other. She's like, but I think it would just be fun because it would spark conversation maybe you don't think about. Yeah. It's not necessarily that you've run out of things to talk about. Because like even with us, it's not necessarily that you've run out of things to talk about, but it's just a fun kind of like break. Yeah. Just a fun conversation. It's just kind of funny how, you know, your thoughts on some of the things might be or, or how questions might hit you or whatever. So Yeah. Because I remember when we went through that the, those questions that there was a couple on there that we were just like, oh, I'm not going there. <laughs> yeah, we skipped some. <laughs> there were some questions on that list that risque. were not podcast appropriate. <laughs> well, they are podcast appropriate. It just depends on what kind of podcast you want to yeah, have. Yeah, not for this podcast. <laughs> Our uh, podcast rating is clean. Oh. So that means we're family friendly. Okay. So the certain topics maybe so are not. So it's clean, for like even less than, like, you know, how they have the ratings on TV that's like, you know, PG. G no Y for youth In clean pod- is like way even below no, that. No okay, podcast okay, world, okay. it is clean or it is explicit. Uh, Those are your oh. two choices. So we do not use bad language on our podcast, and we do not talk about for the most part content so that would not been be editing suitable. Out everything I say, <laughs> I edit just all. Kidding. Just kidding. I edit all your curse words out <laughs> of the podcast so that we can be a clean podcast. Okay. Okay. And even podcasts that use some bad language are still considered clean yeah from what i it depends on noticed. which word you use i guess i think it does depend on which word and then your content matters too yeah. i don't know how that you decide it like when i upload our shows or our episodes i'm the one that clicks clean or i'm explicit. sure somebody can report it though and you could get i guess get so. changed on your song probably, probably anyhow that's off track <laughs> work-life balance work-life balance uh, work Let's get life back balance. i think it's an important topic to cover yeah. And, and discuss how you and I try to have work-life balance because mm-hmm. that has really been a goal of both of ours for right. at least as long as we've had kids. But I think yeah. even before, if, I think even when we were early married, we wanted that. We wanted to have a work-life balance because we've always made spending time together a priority, I feel like. Yeah, I think there's a healthy balance between the work-life balance kind of stance on it. And then there's the opposite end of it where it's not necessarily that you don't have a good work-life balance, but you have to have a good work ethic. Mm-hmm. And if you got bills that need to be paid and you got to work, you got to work and you got to do what you got to do to be able to get the bills paid. Correct. Yes. But then where it comes, I think, unraveled a lot of times for a lot of people is then if they get past that, it's like they get over that hump of, okay, you know, maybe they paid something off or got themselves out of a jam or whatever mm-hmm. the situation may be. Well, then now it's like, well, yeah, but if I work like this, then I can get, you know, this toy or this thing or, you know, you know, we can do this hobby or whatever, yeah. you know, and believe in working hard for, you know, the things that you have and what you want to accomplish. But when your goal and your only goal is to to have more things and you negatively affect your family or yeah. just even your own mental and psychological like your health self yeah your health yeah 
that that's whenever it's like, okay, maybe we need to step back just a little bit and kind of look at what's going on. So yes, there's um, a lot of things in our life that can disrupt work life balance. Like you're oh, talking yeah. about yeah. the drive for things and for mm-hmm. quote success. And sometimes right. people think that you look successful when you have a lot of stuff and when you can buy what you want. And that definitely right. is a huge driver for right. your work life to be out of balance from your personal life. Um, But there's also other factors. There's a lot of factors, I think. But another one could just be that the company that you work for does not allow you balance in your life. It may not even be that it's your drive to have more things or do more things because there are certain careers and you know just as well as I do, just different jobs you've had. Sometimes it's a salaried position. So it doesn't matter if you work, quote, overtime. You just get paid the same no matter what. It's just that the company you work for they oh, yeah. are driving you to yeah. not be able to have that balance in your life. So there's definitely a lot of factors that affect the work-life balance. And when we say work-life balance, we're talking about your work life versus your personal life. So your work life. is like the business, <laughs> yes. And then the life is the, the yeah. personal, yeah, the family. You know, sometimes some people, I guess, could misconstrue that and be like your work life. Unfortunately, most of our lives are spent working. Yeah, a large you know, part. Like that's so the when you say work day. life, yes. you're talking about the balance that you have at work or something like that. Yeah, but work should be a part of your life is the way that you and I view it. It yeah. should not be your whole life. Yeah. And for a lot of people, it's really hard to define that line and define that boundary and to stick mm-hmm. to it. And you and I have gone through seasons of our life where we've been really good at it. And we've gone through seasons in our life where it's been a struggle right. to make that boundary and keep that boundary. I think, again, it goes back to when it, you go through the seasons of wanting to save more or maybe having, you know, maybe there was an emergency that happened and you had to get a small loan to get through that season of life or whenever something comes up, maybe it's a big purchase or something going on in your life. I think that's where you can really lose focus on the life part of your balance and just get into the work and say, well, I just dig down. I got to work to get this taken care of, which you do at times, you know, yeah. if your family needs it and your family's in need, mm-hmm. then yeah, you got to go get it. But I think for for us, it's, you know, we've already had the episode about our budgeting and how we do our budget and stuff like that. And I think for us, it's a balance of, of where we put ourselves mm-hmm. in our life balance, yes. the life aspect of that balance. It's where we put ourselves there that can allow us to have that work not be the Lord of our life, if we want to call it like that, yeah. to where we have to have it. Yes. Yeah. I would love to drive a brand new big lifted truck, but I have an old lifted truck. <laughs> But to get that brand new one, yeah, that's going to strap me to mm-hmm. the point where I'm going to have to work mm-hmm. for a thing. And right. as silly as that is, I mean, yes, it'd be nice. And everybody wants something nicer, whether it be a car, or house, or whatever. We want a bigger house or we want a newer car or, you know, we want the swimming pool out back or we want whatever it is. You name it. Mm-hmm. We want the boat, the other toys. But as soon as you put yourself in the position where you have to make those payments on those or you have to be handcuffed to the lender, mm-hmm. then, yeah, the work part of your balance is just going to be so, so, so more important. Yeah. So um, having other parts of your life in check really does affect your work-life balance. So the discussions we've had about having our personal life in balance, our personal budget in balance, having your family life in balance as far as what you allow your kids to do and the extracurriculars they participate in, which we haven't done an episode about that yet. We've talked about doing an episode about kids in sports and how to keep that 
like a sports life balance, I guess. I just had that conversation today with somebody at the soccer field. Yeah, (laughs) like having your kids in extracurricular activities or having yourself in extracurricular activities. All of that matters, I think, when it comes to balance in your Mm -hmm. life. And so when you're working in all areas of your life to have balance, then your work life being in balance with the rest of your life hopefully comes naturally. But you're right. If you get one part of that askew, specifically your finances, to where you're just spending at will and you're not living within your budget and you're not trying to live within your means and you're not prioritizing your spending. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to just think, well, I'm just going to work more. And if you're a single slave, I mean, we become become a slave to to your job. And if you're a single person and you don't have a lot of obligations outside of your work life, if you don't have a spouse and kids or extended family that you're trying to spend time with, then that may be your season to just work all you can. But also, also, being a single person who doesn't have a lot of responsibilities outside of their work, you still have to think about yourself and what's right. healthy what's for healthy you. For like you, you just yeah. mentioned when the episode started about your physical health, your mental health, your emotional mm-hmm. health, working 12 to 14 to 16 hours a day just because you can or working six and seven days a week just because you can, just because you have the availability and you yeah. don't have responsibilities outside of that doesn't mean that is the best choice. Or it's very healthy for you. Right. Because yeah. I don't know that that makes for a very well-rounded individual. Yeah. When you should hopefully be pursuing other interests. Well, and we believe, you know, that God wants us to rest. I yes. mean, there is a reason even God, you know, has a day of rest. You know, they said the seventh day he rested. You yeah, know, he, created the, he created the world in six days, not seven days. days. Yeah. And the seventh day he rested. So I think it's a testament to the fact that how we need to obviously live our lives and Jesus and, in the Bible rested. We right. see lots of examples of him resting right. and, and having so his disciples rest. If we take it from that point, you know, just the mental st- point of it is a lot has to do with not getting proper rest mm-hmm. and being able to just have chill time. I mean, yeah. I think that's so healthy for you to be able to relax. Mm-hmm. And I know some people's personalities aren't like that. They can't just relax. They can't just sit down. But even even they have a point where they've got to sit down and take a breath because yeah. it can be so stren- strenuous on your on your mental uh, mm-hmm. health and on your body and everything if you just go, 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 go. And I like to go. I mean, I like to be on the go, do stuff and hang out with people and talk to people and, and you know, have fun with the kids and everything like that. But I also like being able to sit down and watch a TV show, you know, yeah. and be able to relax. So you can tell at times in our lives when mm-hmm. we have those times where it's just like, go, 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 go. And we don't have a break and we right. several weeks where we're just things just seem to all be going on and we can't get through it without going from one thing to the next. And then it's just like, okay, I need a break. (laughs) Yes. And that is something to consider. I think when you're choosing a career or choosing a specific job within your career is how late is this job going to keep me here? How far do I have to travel for this every day? And do I have to do out of town travel? Like there's so many factors to consider that depending on what season in life you are, some of those factors should be a make it or break it situation like you and I have both purposed to work in our town we We live in we attempt to as much for as much as we can we live in Murfreesboro which is a very large city in my opinion but we live very close to Nashville which is definitely a big city in Tennessee and so a lot of people that we know here in Murfreesboro they commute to Nashville, which when you look yeah. at Nashville and Murfreesboro on the map, they're not that far from each other, Yeah, that the traffic is yeah. awful. Yeah. In theory, it should only take like 
30 minutes. Yeah, depending on where you where you live in Murfreesboro yeah, and where you're, and going, where you're going in Nashville, Nashville. There, it can definitely be 30 yeah. minutes away, maybe 45 minutes. But there are people but that are in their cars for an theory, hour and a half yeah. one way. That's what I was just going to say, though. Even in Murfreesboro, to go to the other side of Murfreesboro now with the way traffic is, it's like 30, 40 minutes just to yes. be able to get just from yes. one side of Murfreesboro to the other, it seems like. So there but, are uh, higher paying jobs definitely in Nashville. And I think that's why some people do it is because you can make more money. Yeah. When you live or work in a larger city, but you it have depends to consider, on the job. Depends on the job, yeah. but you have to consider: is that more money worth it? And to some yeah. people, it is. Like we, I have someone in my life that I've met recently who worked in Murfreesboro and is now doing the same job in Nashville. And she was telling me that she got like I don't know if it was like twelve, ten, or twelve thousand dollar raise just by doing the same job. But in, in Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. So she had to decide, you know, is the commute worth it? Is the travel worth oh, yeah. it? And she's already gotten like another raise or something since then and is making even more money than she was. So she's like, I definitely know I made the right decision. You know, the drive, yeah, it's not great. But just financially, it was the right decision for her. And she doesn't yeah. feel like she's not spending as much time with her family. Yeah. So for her, that is what works. But I think for you and I, that's just something because of the season that we're in. We have kids in sports. We have kids. Both of our kids yeah. still living at home. They both have extracurriculars that we want to attend. You and I have extracurriculars, being youth oh, leaders yeah. and being involved in church. So if you are working, quote, out of town, it's hard to make it back for oh, yeah. some of those games or matches yeah. that start at like 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock mm -hmm. or our youth group that starts at 6 o'clock. Like you have to think about all of those kind of things. And when you're working far away and you have the potential to be stuck in traffic every day, yeah. your family or the commitments that you've made made outside of work yeah. affect those things and does this job or career going to require a lot of meetings that happen at night like my job I do have meetings mm -hmm. I have but it's like once a quarter at night I like know going into it what's expected of me it's not like well every Monday we have a meeting yeah. that lasts till <laughs> seven o'clock or something and at the beginning of the year they give us those dates of the meetings mm -hmm. so for the year we know about those four meetings and every now and again something else might pop up but for the most part I'm able to kind of put it on my calendar and mark that and plan our family stuff around that but that's definitely been I think something you and I have yeah tried to work at is working more local yep i remember when i went to work for planet fitness and i went all over regional for nashville and mm -hmm. i remember thinking because i've heard people talk about oh well the drive's not that bad and the drive's not that bad and they're like you know that time you know i just enjoy that time in the car by myself you know where i get that you know a little bit of time or whatever yeah. and you know, I thought, okay, well, this might be good. And I remember doing it for a while and I was just like, <laughs> I do not get any decompression in a car by myself in traffic. Yeah, traffic really stresses you I'm out. terrible. Yeah, I'm terrible with the traffic and then throwing like rain or anything else in there and it's tripled. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I mean, for me, it could be the most beautiful day. I could be on my motorcycle and just being able to enjoy being on my motorcycle or something like that. But if I have to get somewhere and it's hard to get there or it's just taking a long time and I'm, and I'm on a schedule, I could be on my most enjoyed thing. Like, again, a beautiful day on my motorcycle or something uh -huh. like that. And I still am not getting decompression there. Right. I mean, when I go out on my motorcycle, when it's something that we don't have a schedule and I'm able to enjoy the ride and do that, that's decompressing. Yeah. But. Whenever it's my job and I'm having uh -huh. to get to a job or I'm trying to get back home because we got something else to do or just want to be home, you know, yeah. or whatever, there's no decompression there whatsoever. No. So I don't, 
I don't get that. And those of you who do get that decompression on a drive and get some quiet by yourself, it's just not me. I just can't get it. It does work for some people. Though. Yeah, it, it does. does it people. does. And it works yeah. well. But I do think that having boundaries in place help too. like not talking about your location yeah, necessarily, yeah. but depending on where you work, really understanding what your hours are and yeah. what your commitment is, because I yeah. think that we, especially if you're a very loyal person, it can be yeah. easy to want to go in early, want to stay late, maybe mm-hmm. take on extra duties. I'm not saying that any of those things are bad, but I think that we can start just becoming accustomed to that. And then we oh, start yeah. feeling like we've remade our commitment somehow yeah. to come in early and to stay late or to not take lunches. And, yeah. and we've maybe no one's asked us to do that, but we've kind of decided that that's our obligation. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is not having great work life balance because you're leaving your family earlier. You're coming home to your family mm-hmm. later or just for your own personal health. Sometimes the mental strain of that, of always oh, yeah. feeling rushed. And always feel like you have to do something and be doing something else for work. Yeah. Like you're not being a good employee yeah. if you're not putting in 10 or 12 hours a day when really you were hired to work eight hours a day yeah. and you might be at work for nine hours a day because that eight hours you're allowed you know, sure. there's a lunch break built in there. I've just seen that I work in an office setting and have for a long time. I've worked in banking for a really long time. And I've just seen that in just different people I know and talking with different people. You just, you know, your hours, like let's say your hours are eight to four thirty, mm-hmm. and you talk to different people. And they're like, yeah, but there's just so much to do. I have to come in at seven or there's just so much to do. I was here until six o'clock last mm-hmm. night. And I get that there are times and maybe seasons of your work where maybe someone is asking you to do that, Sure. but no one should be asking you to do that on a regular basis. If that was not part of your original, that's where you need to be able to. And I think people are scared to do it. And I've been there too, Mm -hmm. but where you're scared to go to your supervisor or your boss or whatever and be like, look, I'm having to do all this is I'm going to need some help. And we don't want to do that because a lot of times that in turn is like, oh, well, you can't get your job done. You know, maybe we. I do think that's the fear of a lot of people. It's just a fear. Like you're just not working hard enough while you're there. That's hopefully that's not the case. I mean, if you're not working hard enough while you're there, then you should. That's kind of like what you were talking about earlier with the work ethic situation. Like if you're there. I mean, most definitely if you if, if you're at your job and you're in the middle of the day and, you know, you spend two or three hours just going around chit chatting with your coworkers and you're not getting your work done. And then you say you've got to come in earlier, stay late to get your work done because you're mm-hmm. just overworked. Well, yeah, then maybe you need to think about re, you know, right. thinking that. But but yeah, the, the fear of well, I don't want to let on that I can't handle everything mm-hmm. that's being thrown at me is is terrible. And that's just because, I mean, that is the day and age we live in, Mm -hmm. you know, because you don't want to be let go just because you can't get things done. But sometimes I believe, and there's an acronym for fear, false evidence appearing real. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of that fear that false evidence of if we become vulnerable and we become open and say we need help or we need that, we get locked into that fear Mm -hmm. and that false evidence appearing real to us that, this is just how I have to deal with this. And this is how I have to do it. And a lot of times if you're just honest, mm-hmm. a lot of times you can get help. And I've seen that happen in a lot of different positions and different things that I've done in the past, but you know, you don't always have that confidence no. in being able to go. And then what happens if you do have a manager or a boss 
who mm-hmm. looks at you and says, I need you to stay late and get this done. And they do that to you a lot. Like, yeah. how do you handle that? You know, you just have to, I guess, go to them and try to have a rational conversation and say, mm-hmm. I've been working 50 hours a week pretty regularly or 45 yeah. hours a week or whatever it is pretty regularly. And my salary compensation is only for 40 hours a week. So what well, can just, we do yeah. to change this? And that is a risk. I mean, yeah. It's a huge risk. Yeah. But I believe if you if we do things like that, and this is just our feelings, obviously lots of people do it different ways and it works yeah. very well for others. But in our opinion and in our thought process, that if we do things like that out of faith mm-hmm. and and not out of fear, that even if we went and had a conversation like that with a boss, we know that if we're trying to do things out of the right heart, the right mind, and for the right reasons. Yeah that God will bless that and right. we'll be able to, he, he, he could have something else a lot bigger, a lot yeah, better Yeah, maybe you. you're not supposed to stay there. Maybe you're not, yeah. yeah. Maybe that is a sign. Maybe that is something that he's trying to tell you, mm-hmm. you know, hey, I've got something better for you. Or I've got something on the other side that is going to allow you to have more peace in mm-hmm. your life and not the difficulties of being a slave to your job. And yeah. that can be in so many different areas of our life, but we're specifically talking about the work-life balance. And I do think that that carries into our job. And I think a lot of people try to separate and compartmentalize God and just in into certain areas of their lives. And it's like, well, I, you know, this is my job and this is just how it is. And it's just what it, but yeah. you know, we serve a big God that just is involved in every part of our life. He and cares in every about all area. the details. Yeah. And he cares about all the details. And if some of those details are into even our work-life balance and the things that are going on in our job, mm-hmm. and you think, oh, well, can't go and say like this or that to my boss because mm-hmm. they're not going to receive it well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that's us just putting God in a box saying, yeah. hey, I'll take care of you. And, you know, he's right. sitting there saying, trust I'll take me. care of you. I'll tr- mm-hmm. just trust me if, if he's leading you to do that and leading you to want more work-life balance mm-hmm. and to have a different type of job or career or whatever, then yeah, that's where I believe we've got to step out in faith and we've got to step out on what we believe we need to do. Absolutely. And, and I'm thankful. Go for it. I have not been in a position in a job where I've have faced that. I have not yeah. ever had a boss or a manager that was demanding that I stay late or come in early yeah. or do things quote outside of office hours that were yeah. office related. I've I've had a really good experience with being allowed to set boundaries. And when I hear from other people, because a lot of people don't have that experience. I mean, a lot of adults that I talk to about their careers or their jobs, they're just very, they feel very overworked. Um, And some of those people, when you get to know them or you do know them just through your life or you hear them talk, sometimes it is because they kind of created that. They are willing a lot of the time to stay late or go in early or some people are just workaholics. That's just in their nature. They just really like to work. And maybe they have issues at home that they don't want to face. Or maybe, like you said, they're just constantly trying to make more money. If they do get paid hourly and they're going to get paid overtime. And they've kind of set themselves up for through the months or through the years or through the time that they're at this job. They're willing to just do whatever and take whatever shifts and work Mm -hmm. as late as they want. And then maybe they reach a point in their life where they don't want to do that anymore. Hard to go back. It's really hard to go back because you've kind of set that expectation. So I would encourage people... That if you're changing careers or getting a new job, to go into it with boundaries. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a big proponent of boundaries. Like our daughter has been working for over a year now. And when she started looking for a job and started talking about wanting a job, 
we both encouraged her, you go into like even that interview process saying, I, I can't work on Wednesdays or Sundays because she's active at church and we want her to continue being active at church. Mm -hmm. And so for us, those are church days. We go to church service on Sundays and we have youth group on Wednesdays. And if you go in saying, these are my boundaries, I can't work either of these days. I feel like there has been one time that they scheduled her on like a Sunday afternoon or something. And she went ahead and did it because it didn't affect church. She just, as soon as church was over, had to go into work. But she went in and worked it and she went over to her manager and said, I'm here to work my shift, but just remember, I don't want to work on Sundays. And the manager's like, oh, I just totally forgot. She had lost her paper. I don't remember what it was. But that was like when she had first started. And they pretty much are, they work with her on her schedule. And that's one of the reasons she has stayed at this particular job for so long Mm -hmm. is there are a lot of employees there. So she kind of is able to say, I want to work these days and these days. And another thing too is she's a high school student and she doesn't have bills. I don't want her having to work every single day as soon as she gets out of school until it's time for her to go to bed. She's 16. I want her to be able to ease into work life and I want her to have time for her schoolwork and time for her friends. And so I feel like we are trying to encourage her with some work-life balance now by saying your job asks you pretty regularly what your schedule can be. Like I think pretty much every semester they ask her to fill out a form. Fill out that form. Yeah, like an availability form. And so she doesn't say, I'm just available anytime. Like she says, I want to work on these days. Mm -hmm. I prefer these hours. And if they happen to schedule her outside of that, she doesn't throw a fit. No, she yeah. goes like she was scheduled this week for a day. She doesn't normally work, but it was for a specific reason. And her manager told her what that specific reason was. And so she went in and she worked and no big deal. But if that were to start happening regularly, I think she could go into her manager and say, because she has set that boundary and she has really stuck to that boundary. Yeah. She could go in and say, I always put on my availability. I'm not available on this day. And you've scheduled me now twice. So Did you lose my form? Do you need me to fill out another form? Like what's going on here? (laughs) Just walking into your job and having a boundary of these are the hours, these are the expectations and knowing what questions to ask in an interview process or when you get a new manager. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've been at that job for a long time, but your leadership is changing. Oh yeah, Scheduling a meeting or an appointment with that new leader, that new manager and saying, so this is how my schedule has gone. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. page. Yeah. That this is, these are the hours I work. Don't be calling me at nine o'clock at night with an emergency right. about something all the time. Once in a while is okay. You know, yeah. but all the time. And again, we're not saying all this in a manner of people don't need to have a good work ethic and exactly. they don't need to be a team player because yes. there there is a component of that that is when you are willing to step up and work a couple extra hours to yes. get a project completed or when we're doing that the difference is when that starts to be a habitual thing yes. that's when you've got to stand up for yourself and you know it goes beyond being a team player it's now you're being taken advantage of or right. If that becomes you know, the, expectation that becomes the expectation on a regular basis. And then yeah. you've got to be able to acknowledge that for yourself is, am I just being a workaholic? Am I mm-hmm. the one that's just, I'm just getting my worth from putting in those hours and trying to get to that next level or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with having, you know, a good work ethic and mm-hmm. built and trying to build your career and build yourself to a certain point. Right. Yeah. But as long as you realize that you need balance in your life and in your, in your mind and your family and everything. So. 
think that's a huge component. I think for me, you know, you say you have pretty much always had it easy and I've had, I've had it in shifts and waves. Yeah. It's you know, on different the job. jobs, yeah. you know, have been different. Yeah. I mean, I've had jobs where it was like on call 24, seven, seven days a week, never know when you're going to get the call, when you're going to have to go and just having to be available and I've had jobs. I've had jobs that look at me and say, you know, you need to make sure you take your phone on, with you on vacation in case we need to get a hold of you. And I'm like, wait a minute now. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> feel very fair. But it's just things like that that I think we do. Again, we just we fear standing up and saying, wait, wait a minute, what do you mean? You know, this is my vacation time, or mm-hmm. this is you know my my family's getaway to get away from life. It's that one week you've got me. 51 other weeks out of this year you know why why is it that we can't have that you know that getaway and and, you know some people have a hard time shutting that off and getting getting out on that but I I do believe that there is some I hesitate saying that there's some worth into that but even just that one week because I feel like we needed a whole lot more than just one week in our life I mean that was just an example yeah you were point blank told you were expected to take your work phone on vacation I remember that yeah yeah it was it was like what what I've never been like this high level, you know, <laughs> person or anything like that. So that's why I was just kind of like shocked by that. But yeah, it, it was interesting. It was uh, definitely different. But and, you know, when you do have a job that does require that constant checking in and mm-hmm. seeing what's going on and make sure projects are being handled and stuff like that, there's not a problem with that, because even if say going on vacation and you've got to just make sure something you're in the middle of a big project or you're middle Mm -hmm. of a a certain thing, or maybe you're in charge of a bunch of employees or something like that. There is a component to that. That Mm -hmm. is like, yes, you have to, I mean, you can't get away from that, but then you have to set that boundary and be like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to work on it for maybe an hour and then it's gone. I'm here. I'm present. I'm with you on the on the beach or in the mountains or wherever you're at. You're a, what you just step away from it and shut it. And that's where even with what I'm doing now, I've been trying to take the advice starting this new business. All the advice that I got, a lot of people kept saying, just make sure that you have a point in the day where you shut the door. Yeah. You, know, walk, you walk out of the office and you shut the door because you'll burn yourself out and Mm -hmm. I can see that and there's been times whenever I've shut the door and walked out or whatever but then you know we got these phones so Uh you get an alert that you've got an email or you've got you know a a message or whatever and so you just it's easy just to pick it up and be like oh well let me just take care of this real quick oh well and then it gets into that let me take care of that real quick and then before you know it you've worked another hour Mm -hmm. you know or you're still trying to relax and you're in the middle of trying to work too and it's like that doesn't work it doesn't balance it's a challenge, though, especially whenever you're talking about trying to start something new or you're trying to lead a, a group or you're trying to be the point person on a project or mm-hmm. a particular program or whatever. And it's hard to walk away from. It's hard to yeah. literally be able to shut it off. You know, I think as guys, we have an easier time because we have our <laughs> nothing box um, that some some that guys, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say all guys are like that, but I know for me, I can be like that where I can just shut everything off and just go in just sit in my nothing box and watch football. You can literally you know, can think literally about just nothing. Chill that's, and not that's think a about gift. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> I do not have that ability. Yeah, most women don't, and even some guys don't, but mm-hmm. most people don't. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely a gift. Yeah, you got your your brain's more like the super highway of information. From, <laughs> I'm usually thinking about more than one thing at and, once. Yeah. Yes, lots of lots of thoughts going that's on tiring. in here. You bring up a good point that when you are the leader of people, yeah, like I've never been a designated manager or boss. So that is a good point that when people are, are, I I hate to say underneath you, but like you're, 
You're the manager of people. You're not supposed to say that. I know. I don't know what so the right I, term is. They I report was, to you. I don't know. I was know what working the right at a is. job one time, <laughs> and this might get us kicked out of our clean thing. Uh oh. Um, well, cover the kids' ears. I don't know what he's about to say. <laughs> no, it's funny. I was talking to this older gentleman one time, and I had just met him. It was somebody at one of my jobs. And he asked me what I did at a previous job. And I was telling him, I said, Yeah, I had like 25 guys underneath me. And he just stopped me, looked at me, he goes, don't ever say that again. <laughs> and I was like, what? I had no idea where he was going with that. And he was just like an old uh, pervert. But it just made him think he was like, bad thoughts. You don't ever say you had 25 guys underneath you. <laughs> I was like, shut up, dude. That's weird. No. That is weird. No, that's way weird. But he what I mean is I have never been the manager over people. Like I have yeah. never had people report to me. So I think when you are yeah. in a leadership type position, it probably does look a little bit different of yeah. needing to check in on things outside of quote office mm -hmm. hours. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And even I do that, not as a manager, but we get a lot of email right. in the job that I do. So I have email on my phone, but what I don't have is notifications set to alert me. Yeah. So I have the email icon on my phone, but it never shows a red bubble with a number in it. So what I do when I sit down at night to watch TV or if we're on vacations at certain points sitting on the beach or if we're driving down the road in the car, like literally a time I'm not doing something else, I might go ahead and open that yeah. email icon just so I can go ahead and delete what I know is not really intended for me or that someone else has already pledged to yeah. work on and then flag the things that are directly to me or that I know I need to touch base with someone about mm -hmm. so that when I go into my work day the next day or the next week if I'm on vacation. Yeah, it can alleviate some things. It does. It really yeah. alleviates the stress of going back to work because that's what yeah. can be hard is when you have been on vacation, obviously things pile up. Yeah. So going in, if you, I mean, it depends on what kind of job you have, but in mm -hmm. my job, things pile up if I'm not there. Right. So going in that next week and kind of being a little bit more prepared. And to me, that's not me being taken advantage of. That's not me being a workaholic. That's me doing what is best for me and is healthier for me. Yeah. So I think that again, it's just certain boundaries that you have and that you want to set. I have another coworker who chooses not to have email on phone yeah. and that's because it's not required of us. We are not required right. to have our email on our phone, but we are allowed to if we want to. And this particular coworker has set a boundary that that is not a healthy choice. That is not what they want to participate in. So when they go on vacation, uh, what she does is she can get her email on her computer so when she gets back from vacation, the day before she comes back to work, she'll just open up her computer when she's sitting at home yeah. at night or in between doing the laundry from vacation. And she'll kind of filter through the emails that she knows she can delete versus mm -hmm. and she just kind of does it all at one time. So she has still has a way. She still has a boundary. Yeah. She also has a boundary of not looking at her phone in the mornings. So because, oh, yeah. you know, you can get into these work group chats where. It starts to be yours goes off like crazy. My work group chat goes off like crazy in the mornings, but it's never about work. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, where are you going with this? Because yours Cause is going nonstop. A lot of us have worked in my on my team. A lot of us have worked together for a long time. Oh, so gotcha. a lot of times our group chats in the morning, like this particular week, we've had a couple girls 
out sick. So like the morning group chat is one of them saying, I'm feeling a little bit better. I think I can log on and work remotely for a little bit or us checking and saying, how are y'all feeling today? Is there anything we can bring you? Like it's that kind of stuff a lot of the time. I just know I can be laying in bed and all I hear is. I know it's because there's a lot of us on it. And then somebody will like the message or laugh at the message or send a funny meme about what somebody said. Like, like they might, somebody might send a message that's like, it has been a crazy morning around here and I'm running late. Like they'll send that kind of message. Well, then everybody responds to it, you know, like with silly memes or just like, that's okay. Take your time. We got you. You know, I work on a very encouraging team and we are a very flexible team as far as time goes. Like our department's hours are eight to four 30, but we don't punch a clock and nobody is micromanaging our time. And we're supposed to be able to get, I think a 30 But you guys work more than that. We do work more than that. And a lot of times we work through lunch and stuff just because if we don't have plans, none of us go sit in the break room and have lunch. Literally none of us on my team do that. We eat at our desk and we'll still work on emails or answer the phone or whatever while we're eating. So it's not like you're taking advantage of anything. If you actually did your hours, you'd do more than that. Oh, yeah. I think we all definitely, we definitely meet our 40 hours. Yes. But the reason that we are flexible like that, we don't intentionally take a lunch and go sit in the break room and take our lunch or our designated breaks or we don't punch a clock is because we amongst ourselves kind of work out our flexibility like well you haven't taken a lunch break all week and you have a doctor's appointment yeah. that's going to take two hours. Well, you don't have to use your PTO for that. You've not taken lunch all week. We kind of work with one another on that. And that's really nice that we are able to do that. And I am thankful for that. And that also means that when I do need to stay until five or five thirty, it, it doesn't bother me. No one's right. asked me to do that. If I walked out at four thirty and said, I'll deal with this tomorrow, they would all be fine with that. But yeah. for me, if I'm in the middle of something, I would rather just go ahead and work the extra 30 yeah. minutes and resolve it. And then it's not facing me the next morning when I walk yeah. in. And also, yeah, I, I don't know think you rarely get out right at 4.30. Hardly ever. I usually am there till almost 5, yeah. which is fine because yeah. if I want to take an hour lunch break and go to lunch with a friend, that's fine too. Like nobody yeah. ever is upset about that or says anything. Nobody ever denies that. We're never like, hey, can we, can I have lunch, you know, today with a friend. Is that okay with everybody? Nobody ever is like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> or when we want to take a day off or take a vacation, nobody yeah. ever denies that. That's, and that's cool too, because I mean, I've been in jobs where they'll say it's okay. Like I'll be like, yeah, I got this lunch appointment that I need to go to, or I, I got a friend I'm going to go eat lunch with or whatever. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, you know, you're constantly just wanting to go, you know, or whatever they give, you know, that passive aggressiveness. Yeah, I've like been we're in really like busy that. today. Do you think you can make it quick? Yeah. Or, and it's yeah. like, wait a minute here. No, Especially we don't, don't have do that all, at all. And I'm really, it. yeah, I'm really grateful for that. And I think that me talking about this work-life balance, maybe it's easier for me to talk about and say, this is what you should do. And this yeah. is how you handle well, it. Because again, my department is really flexible and I haven't yeah. faced much opposition in my career life or job yeah. life when it comes to flexibility. But I've just talk to a lot of people yeah. and I think I see it so much around me that I know how fortunate I am. Well, and again, that's what this basis of all this is about for us is it's just our point of view and yeah. it is what we see. And we do have a lot of circle of friends that have mm-hmm. a lot of different styles and we know a lot of people that have different backgrounds and different types of jobs mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And nothing that we're saying is in anywhere judging anybody if they're doing anything, anything different. Right. It's Not just at all. what we do believe in is the fact that we need to have a break and yeah. we need to make sure we have a balance in our life and healthy balance, whether it be our eating, which 
you know, as I say that and it's sit here and rub my big belly, but, um, <laughs> no, well, I'm but sitting here drinking a diet Coke. So, a, I don't you know, know having so a balance, whether it be in our eating our exercise our work our you know, extracurricular activities, whatever it is, that's what we feel like is we need to have balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe that we're commanded to have balance and I think it helps for a better lifestyle. Yeah. Um, just overall. When you have it in every overall area of your life, again, finances can go to in your marriage and your kids. Mm-hmm. When you have a balance and and we can see it, we've seen it just in something simple like, you know, just I talked about, you know, your diet and I'm not talking about dieting. I'm talking about what we eat. And there's certain times when we eat like junk. Yeah. And then it hurts your belly. Yeah, you don't or feel good. you don't feel good. You feel like junk for several days. Mm-hmm. And then it takes you several days of eating better to get back. And then you go and then it's the weekend again and you're going to do it all over again. Yeah. You know, and that's where that balanced. balance comes in. You're not very balanced. And we see that in our kids and just in their diet. Mm-hmm. And we try to teach that to them, you know, and can't get everything all at, in one day that you need for the whole week. It right. needs to be a consistent balance day by day, living a, a balanced life mm-hmm. daily to have a literal balanced life and and have a better quality of life. And I do think that that's where a lot of people get things kind of mixed up is that they feel like they can just do everything all at once and get way ahead Mm -hmm. or they can slack off and get way behind and then they'll get caught back up. You know, whether that be in, you know, work, cleaning the house. I mean, you name it. It's anything in our life. That's what I'm saying about the balance part. So, I mean, this is about work-life balance, but it does go into every other areas of life. And and that's for another episode. But we will talk about, you know, even, you know, with the kids and sports and, you know, extracurricular activities and everything. I mean, they're just, that's what we try to strive and do is to have a balanced life Mm -hmm. and to be able to realize and that and that's the key i don't think some people can realize yeah that they need to take a break or that they've gotten too deep in Mm -hmm. and that's where i think that sometimes you know being able to realize at those times in our life where we're okay i'm stressed and i'm you know just really got a lot of anxiety or i'm really freaking out about this situation or that okay we'll step back take a look what's causing that where are you out of balance Mm -hmm. oh my stomach's really hurting you know i'm really having a hard time with my stomach okay step back what's causing that what's out of balance. And Mm -hmm. so balance is just so huge. And I think it's so important in our lives that we can do it in every single area. And yes, work-life balance, I think it can happen definitely in our work life. Absolutely. Um, And I think just a lot of times we do get that fear. We get that false Mm -hmm. evidence that these are things that we have to have, or these are things that we have to do, or Mm -hmm. this is the amount of hours I have to work. Mm -hmm. And yes, again, if you've got to take care of your family, if you got to take care of your bills, and you got to do what you got to do yeah. to take care of that. There's there's For respect sure. and there's honor in that. But then there's also honor in trying to figure out ways that you can, okay, now how do I need to cut back so that I don't have to be in this situation? Yes. How do I get that balance in my life where I don't have to be under that weight? Right. You're dead on when it's we're talking about having balance with your work that really it should hopefully be a practice in all areas of your life. Yeah. Just like last week's episode, we were talking about how to persevere. Yeah. When we think about like an emergency happening in our life, you know, well, I don't know how to persevere through this. And it's because we haven't practiced it in other areas of our life. I think work, right. having a balance in work is the same way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard well, to have that balance because so many other things in our life are out of balance. Like I think well, for you and I, we think about 
retirement. And we joke sometimes we're like, well, I don't know if we're ever going to get to do that. <laughs> and it's just because we haven't maybe put away in a 401k or put away retirement like maybe some other people our age have. And some of that is because we have not sought after lucrative careers. Right. And, yeah, you know, like I talk about working in Nashville and how sometimes you can work in Nashville and get mm-hmm. paid more. And some people, that's what they're thinking about when they're in their 20s and their 30s is yeah. that they want to retire by the time they're 55. And you and I have never talked about retiring early or retiring at a certain age. We've never yeah. made that a goal or set that. And I think some of the reason we haven't is because in the back of our mind, we know some of what it's going to take to get there. Oh, the yeah. type of career we're going to need or the type yep. of job that we're going to need and the type of lifestyle that that will bring. And we're looking at raising these kids and you and I have both purpose to be very involved in our kids' lives. Mm -hmm. And that was not something that you or I, either one were willing to sacrifice. As a matter of fact, we made sacrifices financially and career wise so that we could be home with them more. I mean, I only worked one day a week for years so that I could be a stay home mom and they wouldn't have to go to daycare yeah. and they wouldn't have to be in the care of other people for very long. And now you're my sugar mama and I stay home. <laughs> and now you stay home and I go to work <laughs> every day. But that's, we made those hard choices and those tough decisions so that we could have balance in our family. Yeah. It wasn't just all about the money, the money, the money. We weren't like, we want to retire at 55 or we want to retire at 65 and we want to make sure yeah. that when we retire, we can have our house paid off and have our vacation home paid off and have all these trips planned. And those, all those things would be really fun and really great, but I was not willing and you were not willing to sacrifice our family life along the way. And I'm grateful that we experienced the balance there to keep us balanced in our career. Yep. Most definitely. Well, life, it takes balance. All the way around. I mean, it is. It's in everything we do. I struggle right now with just energy levels and I realize that's because I have my exercise balances off. Yeah. You know, I just was thinking about that last week. I'm like, why can I not just feel like I'm just like energized and ready to go, but I haven't been faithful at all to do anything exercise wise. Yeah. And that's where that balance is. And that's, that's basically what I was talking about a few minutes ago. When you have things in your life, you got to step back and check the balances. Mm-hmm. Where are you out of balance? Where are you out of whack? And that can be in every area of our life, in any part of our life. Um, there's always a balance. Mm-hmm. And as long as you look for those balances and try to keep things in check, you know, and sometimes you just got to sit down and work it out. Yeah. Kind of like it out, write so. it down. And I would encourage the listener as we're wrapping up to look at their work job career situation. And if you mm-hmm. feel like it's out of balance and out of balance doesn't mean I don't like this job I have. You can have a very balanced work life and still oh, yeah. not be satisfied in your job. So don't hear me say that. Like if you no. need to get a new job, get a new job, but sit down and look at your career, your job, your work life, is it in balance? Are you able to go in at the time you're supposed to go in? Are you able to leave at the time you're supposed to leave? Are you able to take the breaks you're supposedly allowed to take? Are you able to take vacation time? Do you Mm -hmm. spend enough time with the family? Can you make it to your kids' extracurriculars? And if you're answering no to a lot of those things, then like what you said, take a step back and figure out why. Is it because you are choosing not to do that? Mm-hmm. Are you choosing to go into work early? Are you taking on your coworkers' work? Are you, <laughs> you know, are you um, trying to outwork everybody for a certain reason? Are you staying late? No. Are you not being a diligent employee? Are you not being dedicated at your job and not having a good work ethic while you're there? So is it you based? Like, is it, are there things yeah. that you can do to change this? Or is it that your company is requiring way too much? Yeah. And are they setting an expectation that does not align with your goals and your values? 
And if it's the latter, then I would encourage you to look for a different career opportunity. And you don't have to make that public. You can look. It never hurts to look to see what your options are out there. Mm-hmm. That's what I do now in helping people career coaching. And this isn't a commercial for me whatsoever, but it's amazing to me as I talk to people to see that what you just said. Mm-hmm. And then just to tell them there's nothing wrong with getting educated about what else is out there. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with stepping back, taking a look at what what options you have or the other maybe vehicles that could be used for the success of where you need to go or what you need to be doing. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. And that doesn't mean that you have to be doing that under the nose of your employer yeah. that may put your job in jeopardy. The idea is that you may end up finding out that, yes, there's something different, something better, or you may find out that hey, through this process, I found out that I do really have a pretty decent job yeah. or I'm doing really well where I'm at. And as long as you have that clarity mm-hmm. to yourself, you can get yourself in that balance and you can kind of make a balanced life out yeah. of it. Sometimes it's like, well, what's the point? Where am I going if I'm not, you know, if I'm, I'm frustrated here and like don't really need to go somewhere else? Again, you go back and you check the balances mm-hmm. and you just see what it is that's causing you to have that process so yeah it's a lot though yeah it's definitely hard sometimes to step back and see where we're out of balance i mean because we don't want to admit it you know whether it be in our job or any other part of our life and it's it's, easy to just let life happen yeah instead of trying to control your controllables yeah Yeah. instead of doing the hard work of sitting down and making the boundaries and like you said admitting where you have failed or where you're not doing something well yeah that's hard because our pride says no we're doing it all right you know It's other people that are doing it wrong. But just humbling yourself and admitting where maybe you could do better. Yeah. Again, and talking to people about it. Yeah. To the right people. You can talk to, to the people. Right people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't go talk to somebody that's a workaholic that just thinks that you just got to, well, you just got to work harder. You just got to go go at it more. You got to work more yeah. hours. No, that's not my, probably something that's going to help you really yeah. a whole lot. Or don't talk to someone who can't keep a job. Maybe. Or yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but being able to talk to people, somebody you trust, somebody that you know, mm-hmm. give you sound, good advice or somebody that well, you'll be able to get you on track or help you kind of look at it. You know, there's nothing wrong with looking at somebody that you trust and you know and that you believe that can handle, mm-hmm. you know, helping you through that and saying, this is what I'm doing. Where do you think I need more balance? Yeah. There is nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. And again, as long as it's somebody that you trust, they'll give you sound advice. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the person you need to go to. So Absolutely. So anyhow, work-life balance, the end, a balance in life. It's not just about work. It's just about being a balanced person. Yeah. I have no balance whatsoever. I couldn't walk a lot <laughs> if I needed to. <laughs> Physical balance. <laughs> Physical balance, yeah. You can work so. on that when you go back to the gym and start working on your yeah, exercise okay. balance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Hey, y'all. That's all for this episode on balance. Hopefully, uh, there might be a little nugget that you can take away uh, from anything we've talked about. Uh, We enjoy having you all. And if you think about it, just like us, share us on any of your podcast apps that you listen to and uh, hope you enjoyed it until next time see y'all